for football. It's time for victory. We making history. We the new big thing. Ain't no mystery. Believe me when I say the big game's on. Better tune in. That new thing about to take off. Ready to face off. Look me in the eyes. I'm so gay. Ready to them all up in your mind. Ready for the battle. We preparing for the war. Give them just a taste. I swear they want more. Yo, welcome to another episode of XFM Podcast. LJ, how you feeling? Man, I'm feeling great. Uh, what is it? Victory Wednesday feels great. Yes, sir. This is Wednesday, um, February 22nd, man. Trying to record the day before the uh, the new week two of the XFN. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we could start. We could say week two of the XFN because we just reviewing week one, but next week two. We'll start with the Dragons and the Battlehawks. But uh, we're trying to get this episode done before that game. We got a Thursday night game. How you feeling about the Thursday night game? Uh, Thursday night game? Yeah. Uh, I'm just excited for uh, more Thursday night football. I love it, man. That's, that yeah. time slot is beautiful. I think we're going to uh, get a lot of viewership on that. Nothing else to watch on Thursday for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, how how you going? How you doing, man? How was the game? Oh, game was electrifying as I predicted it would be. Uh, DC defenders fans came out real strong. Uh, I love the energy. I uh, saw the rock there. Uh, man, he's very massive in person. I will say that. <laughs> man, uh, what a night! What a night! In, um, in uh, the nation's capital, yeah, man. Um, I was at home at the uh Alamo Dome for the Brahmas game. As they take on, they took on the Battle Hawks, man. What an atmosphere! Like you said, the Rock, uh, crazy, crazy, man. That the crowd went crazy. I, I was trying to see what the noise was coming, where the noise was coming from, and apparently the Rock was entering the stadium, and uh, everybody was going crazy, had their phones out and stuff. So it was a, uh, it was fun, man. Um, being that close, I was uh in the, in the um, the Touchdown Club, aka the Brahma Pen, right behind the end zone. Um, so it was fun, man. Uh, we didn't win, but you know it's all good, man. It was a, it was good for the city of San Antonio, and uh, also good for the experience, man. So uh, yeah. Um, so what's what's your thoughts uh, on the uh, week one, man? Uh, a lot of a lot of interesting things happened week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of comebacks. Matter of fact, I think every game was a comeback. The first team that scored ended up, ended up losing the game. I noticed. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Right. Uh Las Vegas with a 14 and nothing uh lead in the first half turned into a win for the use uh I'm sorry. Uh, Arlington. For Arlington. So yeah. Uh yo Brahma's heartbreaking loss in the end. Comeback. AJ McCarron turned <laughs> Uh, tell it to Hasser AJ McCarron with with um less than 100 yards in the first half. Second half, he just turned into the Tom Brady, I guess. Fourth <laughs> quarter, no, um, the last two minutes, he turned to Tom Brady. Yeah, last two minutes, 
Uh, he did a, a two like a, a drill on you guys uh, last seconds of the game, and he mm. threw an absolute bullet to in a tight window. Yeah, yeah, to Austin Pro. So it was it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, what what about uh, the Guardians and the uh, Roughnecks? Yeah, Guardians and Roughnecks. So uh, that was a pretty ugly game. Or if you're an Orlando fan, uh, Paxton Lynch. Um, I don't know. That may have been his last opportunity. Uh, we don't know who could be the starter next week. I mean, Dormady did not play well. He threw two. He did throw two interceptions and what about uh, Francois. Didn't really make Francois, give him a chance. I, I mean, I mean. What do you do? What do you do? He was inactive because he was the third string quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're the coach, what do you do? That's the big question. Right. Do you, is it? Do you feel confident enough to put in Francois? Right. That's where it's all going to come down to. Yeah, and then uh, Sea Dragons and Defenders, man, to cap it off the week, that was an amazing game. Well. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. <laughs> life gives nah. you lemons, you add beer and make lemonade. Beer, lady. Oh, beer, yeah. beer, lemonade. Beer, 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 lemonade. <laughs> however you call it. But um, yeah, it was exciting to watch. Very exciting to watch. Um, I'm not gonna lie, they had us in the first half. Seattle uh, Sea Dragons did uh, eight. What was it? Eighteen to eight. Um, and not in the, not in the first half. It was um, second, and then um, I'm sorry, third quarter. Uh, they end up scoring. Uh, Danny Knox, eighteen to eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Brandon Knox with the um, with the run to score eighteen, and <laughs> man, and then fans all of a sudden just start throwing lemon because apparently security wasn't letting. Why y'all take the the bitch, Nate, man? (sighs) Okay. Oh, matter of fact, yeah, since you you work in the stadium, what was the the inside? Like, what what did you hear? So, what I heard, um, I asked my supervisor why uh, why security were confiscating the beer snake. So, apparently what he told me that, you know, fans are throwing, you know, beers uh, off the – like they were like throwing beers from the stands, mm. apparently. So security had a bit, huge problem with that, so they decided to confiscate the beer snake. That's what I've been told. But what that had to do with the beer, the, the empty cups? I mean, I think they were, wasn't they drinking the beer and then stacking the cups. Right. They, they wasn't throwing. I mean, I saw them tossing the beer in the air, like after they, after they scored a touchdown. But that was like, after they took the, the beer snake. I didn't see any of that before they took the beer snake. Yeah, I I didn't see any of that either, but that's what I've been told. I didn't really look at the north the north stand too much. I I I was wondering why the beer stand. Actually, no, I did see the fans. We were actually trying to sneak in the beer snake. You know, try to build a cup. Every time they they tried to start building the beer snake, a security guard, CSC member, literally mm-hmm. just. Um, taking it down, destroying it, you know. So fans were really happy, but they kept doing it. <laughs> they just they just kept trying to uh, sneak in that beer snake. Yeah, Man, it would have right. looked it would have been a spectacle on TV, but it is what it is. So 
then so, any word on, had an idea. I don't know. I haven't had any word on the beer snake yet. So we'll see uh, in the next couple of weeks what will happen because uh, we have an away game this Saturday. Right. So, yeah. Other than that, the game was electrifying. Fans really brought the atmosphere just as I predicted. Um, what a comeback. I'm very happy. Uh, there were some things that I was concerned about in terms of football-wise, the offense. Uh, I would give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to panic just yet, but, you know, Jordan Tayamu threw for uh, sub-100 yards. Your boy Michael Joseph, though, man. Michael Joseph. Definitely nice. play, player of the game for me. For sure. Two, two game-changing interceptions to turn the game around. I think he got State. player of the week, actually, for the de- defense, defense defensive player of the week. Yeah, for um the North. Yeah. Yes. And six touchdowns to go with those two interceptions. What a player. I did not expect that. I, I didn't really – I didn't really expect them to be one of the big factors on defense, but it's looking that way so far. Shout what out to about Michael the South? Duffy. Did you hear anything about the South? I think Trent – was it Trent Harris? He had four sacks. Yeah, it had to be Trent Harris. Uh, Trent Harris, can't talk. <laughs> Trent Harris, four sacks. Are you kidding me? First game yeah. of, the, of, the, uh, of the season? Yeah, man. He went crazy. Yeah. He went crazy. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, that Houston defense, I think they can I um, do some serious damage in that South. I know, man. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, look, <laughs> I'm hoping that you know we we they get exposed this coming week. Oh yeah, because <laughs> um, they play they play Arlington. So let's let's see, let's see what happens. Um, so yeah, just a recap. Uh, Vegas, uh, Vegas fall to Arlington, twenty-two to twenty. Um, the Roughnecks uh, beat Orlando, thirty-three to twelve. St. Louis. With the thriller, <laughs> uh, came back to beat San Antonio, eighteen to fifteen, and DC Defenders edged out the Sea Dragons, twenty-two to eighteen. Man, what a week! What a week! Um, yeah. So, what? Who, who was your? So you said who was your player to play the week, offense and defense? Oh, uh, you talking about for the whole league? For the whole league, yeah. For the whole league, uh, offense. I got Jeff Bedette, uh, okay. six touchdowns, eighty-one yards. I'm sorry, six touchdowns, six, six catches, catches, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, definitely, Arlington definitely was um, cooking the Arlington Renegades defense despite that loss. Just um, he could use better quarterback play, in my opinion, in the second half. But overall, good performance by Jeff Bedette. And defense, um, already said it. I, I would have gave it to Trent Harris, but. I mean, two interceptions really changed the game. I'm going to give it to Michael Jordan. Ah, Michael Jordan. Um, Michael Joseph for the DC cornerback for DC defenders. Six tackles, two interceptions, and one pick six. That that single-handedly changed the game right there for the DC defenders in the win. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm an offense. I'm going to give it to Bedette as well. I will I will give a close second to Jacor Pearson because that's my guy JPZ. <laughs> he had uh, he had twelve receptions for ninety five yards. So he 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 played really good, like real good um, 
pillow for Ben DiNucci. Like I was like, man, that's just that's he's yeah, going we to couldn't him like crazy. cover that guy. I know he fast, he's shifty, we, man. We couldn't, yeah. And, we had... and if you watched him, if you watched him on destroying videos, man, he was cooking like one on ones. Oh my goodness, he'd be yeah. cooking people. He was open almost every play, third down, yeah. coming yeah. up with huge catches, catches him and, him and Gordon. Watch out! I think that could be a. It's looking like that could be a, a major duo receiver yeah. tandem. I think league. so. I think so. And uh, defense, uh, I'm gonna give it to Michael Joseph too because I actually watched the game and he looked like he was playing <laughs> really, really good. And I was like, whoa, he might, he might be. I think he might not be here next year. I think he going to the camps, NFL camps. He probably gonna move up. Let, so, well, let let's see, let's see these next few weeks. Let's see. But I think he off to a good start, Joseph. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um. Yeah, man. So let's uh, let's recap our picks, man. <laughs> <laughs> LJ, what your what your picks looking like, man? Because you pick we we both picked the Vipers. Oh man. Yeah. Pick the Vipers. Oh, uh, so I picked the Vipers. Did I pick Roughnecks or Guardians? Roughnecks. Okay. Um. Right now, I'm three and one. That's how I'm looking. You're three and one. Damn, man. Uh, I am one and three. Wow. <laughs> right. One and three. One and three, man. One and three. But uh, it's all good, man. We're going on week two. We're going on a week two, man. Let's uh let's let's see what these next games looking like. Who you got tomorrow night, man? Battlehawks and Sea Dragons. Ooh, ooh, wee. Man, I really think this is gonna be a doozy of a Thursday night game. Really? St. Louis Battle. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I you know, as much as I've been hard on uh Danucci going in, I thought he played pretty well, but had two costly interceptions, 282. Yards. Hey, you know it's snowing in Seattle, just so you know. And oh, St. It's Louis snowing? St. Louis used to domes, man. It's snow, it's snow on the field. Mm. Snow okay. on the field. Uh, yeah, this is this is a tough one to call. I I I, I do think on paper these teams are easily uh easily evenly matched. But I'm gonna go with the Seattle Sea Dragons. Mm. I'm gonna go with Seattle Sea Dragons. I think the talent's just slightly better. I'm taking the Sea Dragons too, man. And they're at home. And they're at home. Yeah. So I think they bounce back. Um, we got the defenders at the Vikings. I mean, uh, I said the Vikings, the Vipers. Uh, defenders and Viper, Vipers. Uh, not a tough one to call. <sighs> The reason why it's so tough for me is because <clears throat> offensively, I, I'm not like. Wait, who, who's I, starting? Who's starting? Because I think uh, De'Ara King, man, with that spark. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see De'Ara King pass the yeah, ball he, a lot. That's yeah, the problem. He didn't. He didn't. But he, he didn't pass he, the ball a lot. He changed the element of the game, man. When he got in there. Yes, with with runs, but yes. I want to see him pass the ball more. I want to see this whole offense pass the ball more often, really. Uh, I thought Kais, our offensive coordinator, was a little bit too conservative. Same for um, uh, San Antonio, same thing. Too yeah, running, just running the ball. I mean, why not, you know, what, what happened to RPOs? Mm-hmm. 
weren't doing a lot of that. We were just uh, straight running the ball. I mean, we were using Tayamu with QB runs, but they were largely ineffective. Like against, it, it seemed like um, perhaps maybe the offensive line couldn't hold the defensive line long enough in terms of block, you know, blocking them long enough so Jordan Tayamu can have run laces. I saw like a, a couple QB draw plays. He couldn't really escape. Like, he just couldn't escape the defensive line. I felt like the offensive line would have hold him, hold the defensive line just a, a tad bit more. I think he could have done been more effective with his legs. But, um, like I said before, O-line play is not going to be perfect. It's definitely going to be rusty the first couple of weeks yeah. into the season. They got to develop the chemistry there. And got to stay healthy. Right, so that's why I'm giving this offense the benefit of the doubt. I'm not ready to panic just yet, even though I I didn't I just didn't like what I saw on offense. Frankly, I thought um, time and time again we could have lost that game against the dra- the uh, Sea Dragons. But I, I I like defensively. I really like us on defense. Um, seems like we're going to create a lot of turnovers, big plays. We'll see. We'll see. Um, with that said, I'm a I'm gonna pick the DC defenders because I think Perez. <laughs> I think Perez is prone to turnovers, and he's playing against a defense that's li- that likes to create turnovers. So I'm gonna say the DC defenders. Yeah, I got I got the defenders too, man. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Vipers win just because they're at home, and I'm sure right. they could feed off their energy. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100 sold on um, Luis Perez now. He started I'll, strong, but then I was like, "Oh man, he he he's he's giving it up, man. Like he he's falling, he falling." And then it turned out he fell all the way down. Right. So down. Yeah. He started strong though, but man, I, I don't know why he, kinda, he didn't finish. Well, in his defense, he kind of ended strong. He uh, he did get the much needed touchdown, but he couldn't get the two points. That's how they ended up losing. But again. Three three interceptions, man. That's right. That's not good. It's not good. You. It's hard to win when your quarterback throws three interceptions. Right. Um, you got a uh, Brahmas or Guardians? I'm gonna take the Brahmas. Why are you picking the Brahmas? <laughs> <laughs> Why you pick the Guardians? Nah, uh, Guardians do not know who their court. First of all, I don't know who their quarterback is going to be. Next next week, <clears throat> I'm sorry. This Sunday, um, they look they just look like the worst team in the league right now. Uh, just look inept on both sides of the ball. <sighs> quarterback plays quarter the quarterback situation is a mess. They do I, I do I do believe they do have talent, but. Again, I don't think having a rookie coach, well, with this type of team, it's not what this team needs. I just, ugh, I don't know. Uh, you guys, I, Orlando are at home, right? So I, I <sighs> we'll see, man. We'll see. But I, I got the San Antonio Browns for now, just based off what I saw last week. You got uh, Roughnecks or Renegades? Uh, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Roughnecks. 
Yeah, all the 10 Renegades won last week, but I don't think it was because they were the better team. I thought because the quarterback just didn't turn the ball over. Did he? I, I can't remember if he threw a pick or not. Who's I don't that? think he did. Drew Plitt. I don't think he threw a pick, no. No, yeah. So I thought they just didn't turn the ball over, and they just played uh, good defense in the second half. I think they're going to have to do more than just play good defense. Oh, he did throw a pick. Okay. No touchdown, throw a pick. Still less turnovers than Luis Perez. So, but I think against this Roughnecks team, you're going to have to do more. Max Borgie is looking like he can be a stud. You know, uh, Brandon Silvers, he, he he looked pretty good. I don't like those two intercepts that he did, but I thought he was the... I thought that was probably I, I thought that was probably the best quarterback performance of the week, in my opinion. Brett um uh, the performance he had against the Orlando Guardians, Brandon Silvers. So yeah, I'll say they're pretty good on both like right now. I think the Roughnecks are probably the most complete team in the league right now. I can agree. I can agree. Offensive yeah. and defensively wise. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you picking for your uh, offense uh, MVP and defense MVP? I think offense I'm gonna pick uh, Brandon Silvers. I'm gonna hate you saying this though, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick Brandon Silvers, man, for uh, offense and uh, defense. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my man. Uh... Dang, do I go for? Do I go Joseph again? I don't know if I want to go Joseph again. I think he's gonna have a good game though, man. But um, I'll take I'll take uh for defense. I'm trying to think of a good way. Uh, um, yeah, give me Joseph, man. Give me Joseph. I like I like him too much. <laughs> <laughs> I like his play style, man. He he is he's a dog, man. He's yeah. a dog. Who you got? Ooh, um, offensive player of the week. Uh. I'm going to go with Max Borgie, running back for Houston Roughnecks. I like that. Yeah, I I thought I like the way uh, they were using him in like a Christian McCaffrey X role. Uh, Alvin Kamara, if you will, Any, like a receiving back, running back type of player. Yeah. Um, yeah, and def- defensively, Oh, let me get let me get my honorable mention, man, for defense because I, I I like him and I watched him like close up, mm-hmm. being being at the game and he's a really really good solid defensive end and that's Mike Scott, man. He had two sacks last game and he's 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 been playing he played pretty good like get off the ball uh, get off the line pretty quick. He get in, he 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 plays some really good defense, man. So uh, I will see we'll see what he looking like this game, but I'm gonna give him a benefit of doubt. That's an honorable mention though, so. But, but who's, go ahead, my fault. Who's that? Who who Mike, did you Mike, play Mike Scott, the Brahmas. Okay. Yeah. DN. Yeah. Um, uh, for the Vipers. Oh god, I'm sorry. For um defensive DN. player of the mm-hmm. of the week. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Vic Beasley. You know he hurt right now. Oh he is? Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna play though. He didn't practice so. Okay, I got you. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Let me change. 
Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with Davin Bellamy again for uh, DC Defenders. I like to see him go off. Uh, not, he didn't really make a big impact um, last game, but I would like to see him get off today. I mean, uh, Saturday. Yeah, it's cool, cool. Okay, cool. So, yeah, we 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 doing good, man. We doing good. Um, let me throw some um, throw some uh, latest and greatest out here, right? Um, so week one attendance, man. Arlington had. 12,047. Defenders had 12,438. Roughnecks had 12,784. And the Brahmas had 24,245. What's your thoughts on attendance, man? Hey, attendance look really solid. Double digit um, doubt. <laughs> what is it? Um, 10,000 plus. Yeah, 10,000 plus average for the whole league. Hey, the league's in a pretty good start. Let's see if we can keep it up. I think we can. What 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 made you um like what's what's your thoughts on DC not having like because I remember in twenty twenty they had like sixteen thousand, seventeen thousand first week. Do you know why DC had twelve thousand? Was it the weather? Was it cold out there? No, it wasn't really all that cold out there. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That's that's a good question. I, I'm really not sure. Perhaps, you know, hmm. it, 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 it really it, – could it be because marketing wasn't as good as I thought it would be? Probably. Yeah, but, a, lot uh, people, I'm a lot not, of people talked about the marketing, man. man I know it's uh, – but perhaps, they didn't – they didn't spend a lot of men. They didn't spend a lot of money on the marketing. You know, they, they did a good budgeting plan for marketing, but I mean, they still brought in the viewers, which I'm going to talk about next. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't think um, the marketing for around the whole league has really been, as far as um, commercial wise, hasn't mm-hmm. really been as good as it was in 2020. Yeah, I mean, I think also because they was on Fox in 2022, right? Right. Yeah, so I think with them only that's being exclusively, why. with them only being exclusively on ESPN and ABC, I think that's a, a problem too. Because I see, I see commercials ran pretty much all the time on ESPN, but I don't. I mean, I really don't watch ABC that much unless you know I'm watching a different game like basketball or something. But I, I definitely see the the commercials on um, ESPN. But uh, yeah. yeah, why not? Why not? You know, CBS is an open market. Why not? UCBS. Cause I think uh, I think USFL got that CBS. No, USFL doesn't have CBS. They don't. They only have Fox. And oh, they only got Fox. Okay, cool. Fox. Oh, and, NBC. Uh, NBC. NBC. Yeah. yeah. So CBS. CBS was an open market, man. I, I, I thought XFL missed a golden opportunity for that. I have no <laughs> clue, but um, but apparently the ratings are pretty good. Um, off the first week, uh, the Renegades and Vipers brought in 1.5 with 1.6 mil. Um, the Roughnecks and Guardians brought in 751. Granted, that's a primetime Saturday night game, so I can see that. Um, the Battlehawks and the Brahmas brought in 1.5 mil. And the Defenders and Dragons, Sea Dragons, brought in 1 mil. So pretty solid. Um I mean, I think we could do better than that. I think it'll continue to grow. I think the downside, I think the the plus side here is with not a lot of marketing, 
the game pretty much the game and social media pretty much spoke for itself. So I think it'll continue to grow because people won't be interested in it. Vice, you know, uh, compared compared to 2020 where they did like extreme marketing and then, you know, we got our ratings and then it started, started going down. So I don't know, maybe it's like a reverse type of thing. Maybe I, maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but I, that's how I'm thinking that maybe it might go up. Uh, and I mean, it's average. Like it's not like, I mean, even even at its lowest, what the the twenty twenty season was bringing in like one million or a little under a million, like for you know, uh, for the network. But going into like the next few weeks or whatever, like it's a lot of FX games and ESPN Plus games and like you know everything on ESPN Plus anyway. But it's it's gonna be a lot of FX games, man. So um, until like week six, where the regular games start to pick back up on ESPN and stuff, um. But yeah, what's your what's your thoughts on attendance? I mean, uh, viewership. Sorry. Yeah, um, I expected the viewership to be in the millions. Um, uh, for the first couple of weeks, I, I I hate to be a pessimist, but I feel like the views are going to go down like every other spring league uh, as as the season progresses because it seems like people will, will really want to be interested in the first like they're more interested in the first week more than um watching it fully because it's just a brand new league so um the next yeah. few the next few weeks they have two, either two or three fx games a week and the, and the other one or two is on espn yeah. or espn two. so all the way up to week yeah week seven they got two FX games all the way up to week eight. So the back end of the schedule, they got more ESPN games or ABC games. So that middle middle part of the schedule is a lot of FX. At least a week, every week is at least one, uh, two or three FX games. But I guess we will see, man. I mean, like it's there, but like it's like like they don't they not showing the numbers for ESPN Plus. But I know a lot of people are gonna watch ESPN Plus because I mean, you know, it's 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 not a bad streaming platform where you if you got the bundle, you got ESPN Plus. Hulu and Disney Plus, so that's not a, that's not bad. And I watch Disney Plus anyway, and uh, my wife watches Hulu. So it really, I mean, I think that it's a good. Uh, it's for people that's and it's on the go. A lot of people was watching it on ESPN Plus um, before they actually got home because I was watching it on ESPN Plus um, the first game on Saturday, which was the Arlington and Vipers game. I watched that on ESPN Plus because I wasn't home. Um, but uh, but yeah, sorry, sorry, you said what? Yeah, I was saying, well, FX, I mean, that isn't too bad of a number because I never, I don't know, as long as you have cable, I feel like you're going to have FX because FX is just one of those numbers that's just always there. Channels. I mean, that's true. That's true. I think that with most standard, you'll have FX. But I could be wrong because I don't really watch cable. That would be something that somebody with cable would have to listen um uh we'll have to answer to because like i said i don't have cable per se i have youtube tv so um streaming service but i mean but yeah man um yeah i think that's uh that's pretty much it i knew it was gonna be a short show it's just a recap um what you got anything else you got man uh no i do not you think your defenders gonna win man Yes, I do. I do think we're going to uh, find a way to win. 
But um, I sure hope so because we have never won an away game, even in um, XFL 2.0. So I know, man. I hope we can win an away game. It's it's crazy because we never lost a home game, though. That's true. How do you feel? This is just a fortress. I don't know, man. I just don't. I know. I don't know about what Vegas gonna look like. That's the only thing. Like I know they got the baseball field, so um, but the Cashman Stadium, so I don't know Cashman Field. I don't know how it's gonna look with the on TV. I'm curious to see what that's gonna look like, but um, yeah. but yeah, man. Um, I, I think that's. I just hope this isn't LA 2.0. I still got nine. <laughs> I think they only got the max they can get is 10k. I think so. It'll be a little lower than 10k, but I think they're gonna get the viewership. So kind of like even it out and level it out. But um, but yeah, man. Um, make sure y'all um subscribe, listen to listen to us, man. We on um Spotify, Anchor. Um, make sure y'all subscribe, like, comment. Uh, well, subscribe and like to the Brahmas Zone. It's on uh. YouTube. I did a YouTube video on sights and sounds from the uh, the battle uh, the Brahmas and Battlehawks uh, tailgate. And um, yeah, man, we'll see y'all in the next one, man. Till next week, we're gonna do another recap and do our picks, man. So right now, LJ is three and one. I'm one and three. I gotta recap. I gotta get myself back on track, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, uh, till next time, man. I'll see y'all. Peace. All right, y'all already know what it is. Heads up, shield sub defenders nation, baby. Going forward, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right.